Hello, everyone. Oh, hot, coming in hot. All right. It's good to see everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. Great. Robin Burns is in the house, as we've heard. <laughs> Just, that cracked me up. Man, how awesome are the kids doing so far, huh? Pretty good? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're doing great. It's fantastic. They did the Vanceburg service this morning, and it was awesome. I can't wait for you guys to hear. Um, just want to kind of preface a little bit because things are a little different. The youth are leading the service. Um, I will not be doing the speaking, although I am doing this little intro. Um, our students have, there's going to be four different speakers, and they're going to be doing and presenting the sermon this morning. And I'll just warn you, it's excellent, all right? And uh, you guys are doing a great job. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear them. I just want to kind of read a little verse that uh, God put on my heart last night as I was preparing for today. And just uh, just had a little alone time with him. It was just a verse that I thought kind of exemplifies what we'll be talking about today, kind of talking about being thankful and having giving thanks and uh, just that kind of a theme. So Psalm 105 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. And I just wanted to kind of say, like, this whole weekend, our youth and, and, and us adults, chaperones that went with them, have been pursuing Jesus continually since Friday. And it's just been an awesome, awesome weekend. Um, Albie and I have been on vacation this week, and I couldn't have imagined a better ending to our vacation week just to go after Jesus. And I just want to encourage you guys today to sing praises to God, sing praises to Him, be thankful, and just continuously, continuously be pursuing His presence in your life because you will see your lives immensely change when you're constantly and continually pursuing Him. And so just know that as the students prepared, they prepared so hard, just know that they have worked really, really hard. They've taken this very seriously. Um, they're crazy, they're wild, whatever, but when it came to this, they were so serious and so ready and so prepared for this, it's unreal. So if you hear them say something that you like, give them an amen. Uh, shake your head, let them know you're listening, smile at them, and uh, let them know that you're encouraging them because that's one of the most important things that we can do for our youth today, especially our youth that are pursuing Jesus because there's not a lot of them this day. <laughs> so let's get behind them. Let's, uh, we'll go ahead and welcome Jill. She's going to open us up today. Give her a round of applause as she comes. Good morning, guys. So today, as y'all heard, our sermon series is about being thankful, all right? I'm thankful for a lot of things, including God. God is one big thing I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the Lord and having the freedom to worship him. I love worshiping. I love our Father in heaven. When we worship, it just makes me want to get closer to him. Everyone should get closer to him, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Romans 12, 1 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly a way to worship God. 
I think this verse means that if we truly love and worship him, we will give our bodies to him, our soul, our everything, because of all he has done for us. You are as close to God as you want to be. There is so many ways we can worship our Father in heaven. One way you could worship him is by singing the songs at the start of service, like a little bit ago. Worship God by praying or telling other people about him. Invite somebody to church. I'm thankful for having this freedom. People in some countries aren't even allowed to speak his name. They're not even allowed to talk to him. When you worship, you might feel him say something to you. Say yes to him. Say yes to God. Like when we were at youth convention, we were in the middle of a service. Dusty had an encounter with him. He said something, and Dusty was like, no, it's fine. And then he kept coming back, and then Dusty said yes to him. I can't even begin to thank our Savior for dying on that rugged cross. He, he practically volunteered to die for our sins. I'm thankful for my Lord and my Savior to die on that cross years ago so I could be here standing here, praising, worshiping, and spreading the gospel to you so I can worship him and be with him forever. I want to have compassion to worship. I think everyone should. We shouldn't just play the part of worshiping. We should live it. We can worship our Father. I want to tell you that our Father can impact us. We can praise and worship him. He impacts us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I want to worship him to the ends of the earth. I want to be the Christian he wants me to be. I want to be in the beautiful place called heaven for eternity, not with the devil and sin and his burning gates of hell. I want all of you to follow him. I want all of you to worship him, and you all can go to heaven with me, and all of you can live a great life of Christ. Okay, good job, Jillian, with that. You did awesome. All right. It is very important to be thankful for our freedom of worship, worship, but I will be focusing on something else today. I guess I should start off by saying good morning, guys. Um, thanks for joining us in today's service. I hope you all are doing great this morning. So this week's topic is about being thankful, since it is Thanksgiving and all. To be honest, how many of us wake up in the morning and thank God for other things we're thankful for, versus how many of us wake up and dread the long day's work ahead of us? I'd say most of us probably wake up and dread the day of work or think of all the things we have to do. There's a lot of things we have to be thankful for. Some things we should be thankful for we don't even think of on a daily basis. One of those things is missionaries. We should all be thankful for missionaries. How many of us actually include families like the Sanchez's in our prayers? And how many of us actually keep in contact with them? The point of this is we should be thankful for missionaries. This morning I will be explaining why we should be thankful for missionaries and how we can show thanks. The first reason why we should be thankful for missionaries is because they can help choose what the next generation will look like. How could missionaries teaching other people change the future for me, you may ask? Well, they can't actually can, and here's how. First off, if missionaries show kindness to others, they will encourage others to do the same. Have you ever been in like a fast food restaurant or drive through and the person in front of you paid for your food and you think, oh, that's a good idea, so you pay for the person behind you? Well, people, people will soon realize that there's no point in bringing others down and will be encouraged to show kindness like that right there. 
And after a while, kindness will spread a long way, and as Christians, that is what we should want to see happen in this world. Missionaries also change our generation by ch changing many people's lives so we can live in a world where Christ is alive. So we can live in a place where most people have a need to worship or feel they just need to worship, where we can be brought together through Christ rather than tore apart because of sin. Missionaries also change, also make a change to our generation by helping teens and adults or anybody with temptation and addiction. Today, this world is filled with many temptations, such as drugs, vapes, and alcohol. These temptations have ruined many people's lives. It's these temptations and addictions that take a toll on this world for the worse. But then the missionaries help get rid of these things. Missionaries show these people how to turn to God and how to worship Him in the times of need. This also helps our world grow stronger together in Christ. If you turn to Romans chapter 12, line 9-13, it says, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, never be lacking in favor, serving the Lord, be joyful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, and practice hospitality. This verse means to me that we should practice kindness and try our best to get rid of those negative thoughts, because when it all comes down to it, the only thing that matters is our relationship with God, and if we are where we want to be in that relationship. Uh, okay, if you go back to the part where it says, love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, in my opinion, that is exactly what missionaries do. Missionaries strive to make this world turn to God or to cling to what is good, and they try and get people to stop sinning or to hate what is evil. The other reason why we should be thankful for missionaries is because they give many people a sense of hope. There are so many people in this world that suffer with depression, self-confidence, and even physical things like abuse or addiction, and so much more that we don't even think of. For those people, they have no hope. Just think if you was in a position where you, you felt you was by yourself in a battle of whatever it is that's bringing you down. It's harder to overcome or to win that battle when you feel you're by yourself or you're alone. Even if it's just a simple thing like a breakup or a separation, those things can still be hard when you feel you're by yourself. Um, there is no hope. There is no hope because you're alone, or at least that's what you think. Some people don't realize that they have someone. Some people don't realize that they have God. So missionaries share his name. They share his message. And that's what shares hope. That's what gives people a reason to live. They realize that they have a king in a place that is higher than any other. Missionaries let people know that praying doesn't have to be scary, that going to church doesn't have to be a scary thing. They let people know that God will not put you down, that he will welcome you to his kingdom. That is a big thing to be thankful for for missionaries. And once again, you may ask, how does other people having hope and bringing brought back up affect me? It affects us because that could be us. We could be in that position where we are the ones that are struggling, where we are the ones that are alone. We might be the ones that need to seek help. That's when, all, that's when the missionaries come. That's when they give us hope. For that, we should be thankful. When we was at youth convention, we had P Pastor Heath. He came and talked to us about a women's prison in a sensitive area where women were convicted of crimes. At this prison, there was no food like the cafeterias you may see on the crime shows today, they didn't have that. So the prisoners would have to kill stray dogs just in order to eat. Not only this, but they also had to feed their children. 
At this prison, there was tons of kids born there and forced to live the rest of their lives in this place. They was covered in urine and feces. For these kids and these women, what hope is there? Knowing you have to live in those same conditions every day without even having the gospel to comfort you, there is no hope in that life. But then the missionaries came. Then Pastor Heath actually got to go to that prison, so Pastor Heath came. They gave those people hope and joy. Now, step by step, we are seeing progress and breakthroughs with that prison. It is still there, and it is still sad, but we're slowly seeing progress. All the missionaries did was give the kids food and played with them. It only takes that much effort to change lives. Those kids had never seen life outside the prison walls. Later, they raised money to take the kids on a field trip. That's all it takes. You don't have to be labeled a missionary to help people. However, missionaries make a big impact by just playing with kids. It doesn't take a special person to bring joy to these kids. Are these missionaries special? Absolutely, yes. The thing that makes them special is all that they are willing to give up to do this. How many of us have a pet dog, or just a pet in general, that we love and love? And how many of us in here enjoy days off? Those are the things they sacrifice. You may say, well, I don't have time to travel like missionaries. Well, that's fine. You can do it right here. Jesus was the greatest missionary, and he didn't travel more than 100 miles away from his hometown. I find that amazing that the person that shaped history and changed our lives and died for us didn't even travel more than 100 miles away from his hometown. He was the greatest missionary, and he stayed in the same area. I have one last verse I'd like to go over before we get into how you can show thanks. If you could turn to Romans chapter 10, line 13, it says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not heard, or they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Well, missionaries. Missionaries are the ones that make it possible for those to hear that have not heard, for those to believe that have not believed. Missionaries, they make it possible just like Jesus made it easier for us to hear God's name. Finally, I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me stand up here and talk. So lastly, I will be telling you guys how you can show your thanks. The first way is by donations. Donations make it possible for those kids in those sensitive areas to go on field trips. Donations make it possible for missionaries to travel far and wide. Even $1 can help. Secondly, you can follow them on their social media, show them some support and love back for what they have done. And finally, you can pray for them. The biggest thing you could probably do for them is to pray for them. They always need your prayers. If you don't know what to pray for, pray that they have safety during their travels. Pray that they have food, not only for them, but for the communities they are with and that they can make an impact on others' lives through the gospel. A simple prayer. All right, thank you guys for putting up with me for so long. And next time you go to say your nightly prayer, make it a point to say a prayer for the missionaries out there, making it possible for you to say that prayer, making it possible for people to know God. So love God, love people, like Bethesda and missionaries, and welcome Isabella. Really good. Good morning. 
How is everyone doing? That's good. And happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Okay, so we will be talking about some things to be thankful for. And what I will be focusing in on is being thankful for your friends and family. There are a lot of ways to do this, but I bet half of you probably don't even think about it. First, how about a thank you? They did so much for you, and maybe you did not have a father or a mother, but someone raised you and made you the person you are today, sitting right here with us. How about a phone call? When's the last time you gave them a phone call and told them that you loved them? Do you ever acknowledge the little things that they did for you? How about a nice dinner on Sunday? Or maybe they offered to drive you somewhere. Maybe all they want to know is that they did a good job raising you. Deuteronomy 5.16 says, Honor your father and your mother as Lord your God has told you, so your life may be long and it may go well with the land the Lord your God promises you. <clears throat> Whose example do you copy? Well, I know I copy my mom's example. Ha ha ha, joke, 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 ha ha, ha ha. <clears throat> but parents are supposed to be the people you look up to. They set examples for you, and they do their best they can to help you. Do you ever remember a math problem when your family tried to help you, but you still didn't understand it? Do you ever remember your parents say to dress nice or look good on Sunday? That's because they're trying to set a good example. That's why they sometimes make you do things that you really don't want to do. It's only because they love you. Have you ever told your parents, thank you for making you the person you are today sitting here? Ephesians 5.1 says, watch what God does and then do it, like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. <clears throat> How does it feel to know that you always have a friend who understands? Some people may not have much of a family, or you just feel alone and you have no one with you. Well, God is always there for you. He is a built-in friend that you can never lose. So some people may say that you get lonely, but God will never leave, but God has and will never leave you, lonely or with no friends. And that makes me want to say, thank you for being my friend, thank you for never letting me be alone, and just giving me one great life. I understand life happens and things go wrong, but this is God's plan. This is meant to happen. Just know that you'll always have someone with you, and this person will literally be with you always. I'm like, I'm not even joking. It's kind of crazy. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit of my devotional over here. It says, no one understands me, but God does. He made you, and he knows you better than anyone else. Matthew 10.30 says, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Okay, thank you. That's it. That's really short. Thank you. Okay. Here is Josiah. Hey, guys. Hi. How y'all doing? Good. I can't hear any of you guys. Good. There you go. Oh, it has been a long, long weekend. <laughs> Probably too long. Um, today, we're, we've been talking about being thankful for a lot of stuff. We've talked about being thankful for uh, worship, missions, friends, and family. But we can't leave out salvation. Salvation is one of the most important things in our Christian lives today. Salvation is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It changes our lives, literally changes our lives, and then it changes after our lives. Do you guys know what salvation is? Right? Everybody? Just a few guys that 
nodded your head and acted like you knew. Salvation is uh, repentance for your sin, asking Jesus to come into your heart and staying there for the rest of your life. Your body is a temple, and when you ask Jesus to come in, he fills that temple with all of his love, his compassion for you. Um, let's see here. He, or Romans, Romans says, 10.9, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God is raised from the dead, you will be saved. I believe that with all of my heart. Just openly saying that, hey, God, you died for me. You sent Jesus down. You died on a sinner's cross, on a cross made out of wood, on a hill that was made for people who murdered, who stole, who told lies. He died beside a murderer and a thief on a wooden cross. He had spikes in his hand for this long. They were this long for 24 hours, and he stood there just so we could go and have a good life. It's, it's, it's hard to comprehend. It really is. It just, <laughs> it blows my mind that 2,000 years, written in the Old Testament of this book right here, 2,000 years before Jesus was even thought of, people knew that he was going to come and die. He knew he was going to come and die. He knew that he was going to be tortured. He was going to have a crown of thorns put upon his head. People were going to spit in his face. But he did it for you. For every single one of you sitting here today. He died so you could have a wonderful life. Here. And in heaven with him. So how do you be thankful for salvation? How, how are you thankful for something like that? It's easy. You just, you just, you accept it. And you put it to use. You stay away from those who act like it, the people that put on a show for you. Second Timothy 3.5 says, They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Salvation isn't this. It's giving 100% of your life, every single aspect, your spouse, your job, your relationships, your kids. It's giving it all to Jesus. If you were to obey God, 99% and you left out one thing maybe it was something small like m money people are obsessed with money right or you know your cell phones people are obsessed with these if you gave God everything but that one aspect of your life it's still 100% rebellion 99% of your obedience is still 100% rebellion So today, we are here to be thankful for salvation. So I just want to ask you guys to stand on your feet with me. Close your eyes and you bow your head. I don't want anybody looking around at all. It's you and God today. You're with him. And I want everybody here who doesn't know Jesus, or maybe they just want to Jesus come into their lives again, and renew their hearts. I just want you to raise your hand. Thank you for that hand. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. So today I want I want you to I want you to repeat after me. 
if you raised your hand, or if you didn't raise your hand, I just want you to repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today in your name. I want to thank you for letting me wake this morning, healthy and breathing. I want to thank you for this wonderful day you've gifted me. I want to thank you for all these numerous blessings, big and small. I've come to you today as a sinner. I've come to you today as a wrongdoer. I want to change that today. I want to ask for forgiveness of all my sins. And I want to ask for your son Jesus to come in my heart. Because he died for all of my sins. He sacrificed his life so I could have one. Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done. Forgive me and let your son fill my heart. Thank you for all you've done. And it's in your name we pray. And everybody says, Amen. Now, I believe 100%, wholeheartedly, that if you repeated that prayer today, Jesus is in your heart and he's in your life. He's wiped your slate clean completely. You have no sin right now. You, that's, that's, it's just that easy. So, thank you. I'm going to give it to Dusty. How about that? Yeah, yeah man, I'm telling you. Yeah, absolutely. That was excellent, guys. Very good, very good. I'm telling you, these kids have worked so hard and just a mess up here. I mean, just awesome just to hear them and just to see them, like I said, pursuing, continuously pursuing Jesus. I hope that we all catch that kind of just passion for going after Christ and that we can all live that way and just be thankful for all these different things. And and they brought a lot of good points out, didn't they? There was a lot of great things that they said, a lot of things that apply to our lives, a lot of ways to continuously pursue and, and move forward and be thankful. So great job, guys. Give them another round of applause. And I just want to say, go love God, love people, have a good week. Thank you.